What's going on, Podheads, and welcome to the freshest episode of Two Homies Chat. On this episode, me and Ken discuss the kings of late night. The Olympics are gone, and football season is officially here. We also discuss that one time the Browns moved to Baltimore overnight. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Just two homies chat. The podcast THC. Two homies chat. Can you let me ask you something? Just two homies chat. You know what I really appreciate about you, though? Straight up. What's that? What's that? You bounce back in episode 30 with the NASA t shirt, huh? You like that? Yo, like that? That's some real. That, like, that was I, intentional, I, but I, <laughs> I called out the NASA T. That was intentional. I found it. I'm rocking it. I was Space like, shuttles. I was like, look at that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it until we get on. I'm just going <laughs> to. I bring it. If you're paying uh, attention to the scores, you know what we're talking about. That's true. You got to, if you know, you know. It, I, K, why no if you know i y k y k if you know you know i y k y k is that the is that what it is so, yeah 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 that's how it goes that, sure. that's it it's been a while that's, de- that's definitely it bro thanks for jumping on the uh the late night late night we're straight letterman style tonight yeah the late late show with trace and ken <laughs> the late, late. I, got, I got the animals in here i got paul schaefer and andy richter right there you got that that hedgehog doing karate Dude, like a hedgehog doing karate like a hedgehog that doing fallon, karate right? that was on the fallon show with the is roots. he not the late late show who's the late late show oh, oh I, I think it's probably him i i don't know um but that's I, that was from his show whenever it was i think Oh, James Corden does that, right? Oh, that might be right. He's the other one. And then Craig Ferguson did it before, it sounds like. Craig Kilborn. Didn't Craig Kilborn used to be like an ESPN guy? I'm going to quick search him. Yeah, that guy used to be at ESPN. He was like a sports center anchor from 93 to 96. Fun fact, Wikipedia. Um, yeah, because he plays the douche in Wedding Crashers, who's like dating the chick that Luke Wilson's into, I think, or something like that. And he's like, yeah, gets caught in the washroom. That guy. He used to be the original host. Is that what this says real quick? First aired. Yeah, he was on Late Night. Yeah, Yeah, he did. He did it for a little bit. Then Craig Ferguson. But James Corden rocks, bro. That guy's funny. That guy's good at what he does. Yeah, he is. He really is. He's he's good. Yeah. Just chilling. That's that's the show. That's the letterman of it. And then you go to Netflix and you ball out. Yeah, I mean, uh, Conan O'Brien's going to. Uh, um, HBO, I think, or Showtime. Is that what he's doing for real? Yeah, he's off of TBS. He's retired, and now he's going to go do the Letterman thing. Just, just like a obscure interview with somebody that kind of 
actually don't know much about what he's going to do. My wife could tell you more. Um, she's a big Conan fan. We've been watching Mich- a lot of his videos. He's Michelle, hilarious. tell us. Yes, I, she could tell us all about it. I know she could. I'm. I don't. The thing with me is, I like first you. You really kind of shine the Letterman light on me. I'm a Letterman but, guy. Yeah, and then and then Fallon is funny, right? Like yeah, he's Jimmy got the Fallon, Flav, right? It's got got some funny stuff. Um. And then you got the Corden dude who seems like, you know, car karaoke status, you know, just gets uh, people to do unique things. He gets people to be vulnerable, which is fun. You know, makes for a fun time. Then you get like Steph Curry singing Frozen on live television. Not live television, but you know what I mean. Yeah, his um, the, the Paul McCartney one is legendary, right? Everybody talks about that. But uh, Conan's doing HBO Max. He's got a variety show coming up on HBO Max. HBO don't mess around. They getting everybody. (laughs) You snapping at the cat? No, I'm trying to figure out which mic is live. and, And I can't even like view my settings once we in. So we in no matter what. Just hoping that I'm sounding crystal clear. You sound good to me. For a couple of listeners there. Here, let me let me do this. Let me test this out. But I mean, you've been sounding good to me. Word. You know? Seems fine. I just there's the mic in the things, and then there's the mic here on the stand. And I meant to check before which one, because I don't remember what I used last time that worked well. So that's, yeah, pardon the snaps. I was trying to check my um, check my uh, my visual line there to see if I could tell which one by moving a snap around, and I couldn't. So sorry about that. See that there. now that's some is now is that something that you've learned along you know because for our listeners, Kenny Kenny is a former musician, still dabbles, I'm sure, but put out an album, check it out, Kenny Ainge. Uh, I, if, I don't know if we're doing last names. We talked about that last time. I can remove it. I can keep it. Whatever. Everybody um, knows. It's, it's, we're good. Yeah, I think we're live. I think we're we're solid on that front. Uh, we're not that important to the masses. <laughs> um, Your mom uh, already knows my last name. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. Uh, but like, is that something that you you learned through your music time to be able to like snap and figure out where your sound is coming from? Um, I don't know if it's directly related to music or not, but just being around microphones and sound and stuff a little bit maybe has something to do with it. Huh. Being able to tell the difference. I mess around in the DAWs, the digi- digital audio workspaces. I could read lines. I, I I know the sound waves and what they look like. So I don't know. That's yeah. I I did, know. It didn't. Just a reminder. It didn't work. I still don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> just like you know. I mean, well, you sound good to me. <laughs> work. That's uh, what matters, really. Like, let's that's funny. Here. That's what really matters. Yeah, I mean, 
it's, it's second, called two, second, two homies chatting. Everybody else is just listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second, the second on that list is is the quenching of the thirst. Ooh, and and I got I've been saving a couple of these for just this occasion. No fruit toss. Ooh, green skies. Ooh, Widmer. Kenny, brothers. Kenny's coming. Kenny's coming. Ken, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook this up here. I'm going a little different route tonight. Okay. Shout out to the bros at Widmer, always holding it down, Widmer. keeping the thirst quenched. But I'm gonna hook it up with this local to the PNW area, out of the San Juan Islands in Washington, but a classic San Juan seltzer. And this right here is called a sex on the peach seltzer. So get this straight. Uh, one cool thing, too, just so anybody knows, if you're looking at uh, how we roll at the Two Homies Chatting Podcast, female-owned San Juan. San Juan Seltzer's female-owned. Uh, support Gangster. local business. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's something about, you know, and people can hate when they hear it. Still cracks the same. But uh, there's something about 85 calories and no sugars, no carbs that makes me want to get more drunk. So, uh, you know, when sex, you're our sex age, on the peach. Yeah. sex yeah. on the peach. When, right. you, when you get to our age, Ken, we have to we have to watch. We have to consume as much as we can and, and stay as much as the same as we can. Stay Highly on. advised. Yeah. Huh. Highly nice advised. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good, man. Can let me ask you something. What's up? You're a fan of a sports team. There's only a handful of them that are named after a color. How, how do you feel about that? I've never, never really divulged into that question. I'm a fan of a sports team that's named after a color as well. The um, Reds? The Reds. You're probably referring to the Browns, which See. if I could virtually punch you, I would. would. It's not <laughs> named after a color. It's named after an individual, the founder of the team, and it's first coach hall of famer paul brown and his he, he was not a fan of it but the owner kind of insisted and so they rolled with it um everything else was his control and his doing so um i'm, I'm a fan of the cleveland browns and i'm also a fan of their history and that's one of the things is paul brown uh started it all man and won uh nine nfl championships before the merger in the super bowl that is true that was like they were like the in the 20s they it's were like seven and it was like oh i'm gonna feel, i'm gonna look dumb unless i unless i know that accurately bring it up the last a, a one that goal. they won is 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 1964 that they won with jim brown um what it that's yeah. that's fun too that like like the best player to ever play for the browns hypothetically is, his name was Jim Brown. After the, the team. Thing that kind of yeah. is just like serendipitous, if you will, 
Um, but yeah, I, I'm a, yeah, but it is a color also. So I'm I'll just wondering. Being, I'll stop being a douche for a <laughs> and stand outside and just kind of and just kind of like like, like yeah, yes. It's a color, and it's not even a popular color. It's not. It's brown. You use it for dirt and shoes, and you're not the St. Louis Blues, you know. No, just no, and that's kind of funny, right? Because the they're actually the, the St. Louis is a popular blues country, blues style, totally blues music, totally. And there they got the quarter note for their sign, like the Utah Jazz do as well. But jazz music's illegal in Utah for any listeners yeah, not, who wanted not to a know. Lot. There's, not a lot. <laughs> there's not a lot that's illegal anymore, but um We could talk about that this evening about how Utah you can't just like get a beer at a restaurant, you know, you gotta like order some food. Right. <laughs> yes. That's kinda like how it always works. Is that still I don't a thing? Know if that's the truth anymore. Did they that change might, that might have changed. I think you can do whatever you want now. Can you walk down the street, open container? Just a, just a, just a, I'm not a very, I'm, I'm a pretty efficient Googler. Um, but that took a second. And I think that they only won four NFL championships. And uh, not a lot of teams have won four, Ken. This is embarrassing. I mean, the Bills lost four in a row, you know, like that's rough to get to the precipice and then just straight lose trust each time. Eight. Sorry. I read that first paragraph wrong. It's eight. So I wasn't far off. I knew it was. That's a lot. Last one being in 1964. Eight of them. History. History. Never won a Super Bowl, though. Because, like, Super Bowl was what, 67, 66? Yeah, 67. 67? Mm-hmm. Man. And then, like, think about this, okay? So so you spent all that time just being fan-freaking-tastic. And then to become that franchise that just, like, packs up in the middle of the night. And like I was actually thinking about this this morning in the shower i'm not gonna lie to you how wild it was but here's how here was my spin on it i was just thinking about the history 1967 was the first super bowl january 15th 1967 cool um the the, the nfl okayed the move from cleveland in 1995 to baltimore to become the ravens yes correct Possibly right. Bill then, Belichick as your head coach, even though it hasn't hurt the Ravens at all. Yeah. Um, so they okayed that. And I'm not a fan of Art Modell. Still, I'm just not a fan, personally. That being one of the biggest reasons. But he's also like a pusher of a lot of things that are kind of meh. Um, and that, if you watch the Cleveland 95 documentary, two-parter, you, you kind of get that as well. But yeah. he also was responsible for a lot of good things, Ozzie Newsom uh, being one of them. But uh, the the fan base in Cleveland just like rioted for four years. And the NFL was like, okay, okay, guys, all right. Okay, we'll expand again. And you we'll guys give you a can team. have your team back. And, and you can call it the same thing as you had before. And like everything was boom. Okay, good. Oh, thank God. I remember there's a lot of energy. I remember there was a lot of energy. The people were pissed when they left. There was burning of things. 
gnashing of teeth, if you will. (laughs) It was wild in Cleveland. Watch the documentary. It's great. Um, I was uh, 10, so I didn't quite at the time understand what was going on. But I remember um, being around my grandpa when he was asked about it. My grandpa is from Ohio, and the reason I'm a Browns fan, he was a Browns fan. And I remember it being one of those things that he didn't want to address or talk to anybody about. Because I think it's because he was going to get a little fiery. Like, because you got to be broken hearted, right? Like, like like imagine, imagine just, just out of nowhere in the middle of the night, the Dallas Cowboys up and move to San Diego. Oh, the San Diego Cowboys would be great. Right? Like you... Like, it's just not only that, but like you guys were like on the cusp of doing positive things, right? At one point, the Cleveland Browns had Bill Belichick and Nick Saban on their coaching staff at one point in time. Yeah. I mean, I felt like it could, you could have done, but it's worked out for the, the Browns, right? Hypothetically. Anybody that is an OG Browns fan would essentially be a Ravens fan if you committed and you were like, you know what? And you moved with the franchise. Yeah, you moved with the franchise. You took the business opportunity. That was, you know, we all take jobs that lead us out of state at some point in time, you know, something like that. You, They progress their individual self as a franchise. And they achieved two Super Bowls. So since the Browns actually have won two Super Bowls, they just moved and rebranded themselves. That's that is essentially what they did. And then yeah. the Cleveland Browns are now a new franchise team that started in '99. Yeah, essentially. So anybody essentially that, speaking. yeah, 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 hypothetically, you know, they gave us the Texans, right? And that's. Mm-hmm. That's worked out, I guess. I mean, like, they haven't done anything too much, except look, absolutely, except for allow a head coach to trade David Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins and then then fire him. That's it. Yeah, they haven't done very much (laughs) there, but, you know. It's, It's a unique thing, though. I mean... You look at the Browns. The Browns are looking strong this year. We got fantasy football coming up, which I'm feeling good about. I'm feeling real strong. My eyes are everywhere. The Olympics are over, Ken. Time for football now. It's time for Starts football. Starts this week, preseason week one. Football season's here. Okay. It's upon us. It has blessed us, and and I'm here for it, Okay. I'm I'm not here. Uh, I can't lie. I think Peyton Manning probably gave one of the greatest Hall of Fame speeches in less than eight minutes that I've ever heard in my entire life. I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame that the NFL made him do that. But I do blame people like Ray Lewis that wanted to take a half an hour. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Not here all definitely, night. Bro. Definitely his fault. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you earned it <laughs> eight minutes 30 minutes take your time you earned it 
Yeah, I think that's a solid point, Ken. I do think that's a solid point. Yeah. If you don't like it, just excuse yourself and step outside. Have a cigarette or whatever. Like, just chill. (laughs) Let let me ask you something. Uh, There were some rumblings over the weekend that a certain Manning might become commissioner of the NFL, possible commissioner of the NFL. What do you what do you think? Peyton, Peyton Manning possibly becoming commissioner oh, of the NFL. I was thinking Eli. My bad. Um, <laughs> I yeah, can't say nothing happen. about Eli. I don't, think that, I don't think that's gonna happen. I heard the I heard those rumors. They're silly. They're silly. They're about as silly as Aaron Rodgers going to Denver. I'm I'm feeling Rogers vibe right now. That's for sure. Rogers, Rogers channeled them chakras. He's feeling himself. He's on a whole nother planet. He's feeling himself for sure. Straight Zen mode. Straight host, host Jeopardy. All of a sudden, I ain't got to do training camp. I don't practice. I don't need no practice. This golf game is mad strong right now. He's been playing, playing golf, golf every day as much as he can. Bryson. It's it's uh yo, uh, it's, that guy that guy is in. There's there's a lot of good things happening. The NFL has a lot of really good personalities right now. You know, young to old, like the Mahomes, all the way up to the Tom Brady. Because I think those are like probably the top players when it comes to the youngest to fucking oldest, um, and uh. Everybody in between, like Rogers. Rogers is getting in that. He's getting to that point where they become grumpy Kobe. Like at the end of Kobe's career, he just became kind of grumpy and really like just said what people needed to hear all the time. It was just like, "Yo, you soft like Charmin, dog." You know, like just <laughs> just said the shit that everybody needed to hear. So it's like, yeah. I feel like Rogers is at that point now. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm here for it. He's back at camp. Made moves, right? Picked up old boy. He got, he got his receiver. Yeah, he got oh. he got his friend back. So that's good. I mean, is that not is that not winning the battle? Might not if win the war. What, if that's what he wanted. If that yeah. that was the entire goal, then yeah, he definitely was. What's to get Randall Cobb? Uh, yeah, that's oh. what this was all about. <laughs> to not show just, up to he practice. Just, he just missed Randall. <laughs> Maybe Man. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Let me let me ask you something though, real quick. Sidebar. What's up? Okay, number one draft pick, fantasy football. Who you pick right now? Number one top uh, pick, number one sleeper. Number one top pick, number one sleeper. I'm I'm not here to give out any football <laughs> advice. Um, I mean, a running back and then probably a running back. Ken plays PPR in case anybody has a guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that than that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the guys are going to have good years. I'd probably pick Nick Chubb for obvious reasons. There's a, there's a fanhood there. Solid big contract. Pick, big contract, solid pick, and a fan connection so I can ride with it. Get the workhorse. 
Yeah, dude. I don't know. What do you got? What's your number one and what's your sleeper? Because I'm obviously losing this year. Oh, my my sleeper that's not a sleeper is Najee Harris. I mean, yeah, pe- people aren't looking at yeah. that's that's he's that's your Kareem right Hunt. Yeah, that's your like, Derek Henry right there. Yeah, you know, that's your guy that's like coming out year one. Who do I pick? I saw that Darwin. I don't know what his last name is, but he's like a wide or a running back for the Chiefs. I was over there catching balls and then running a hill after the end of it, and I was like. Uh, okay. Well, you just moved up on my radar, bro. Like, <laughs> do uh, hills, huh? You do hills, huh? all right. You do, you run them. You good in my book? You know, uh, you got it, Ben. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think to your point, you know, Chubb was great last year. You guys are gonna go right through Chubb. You know, you pick up a Derrick Henry. You can't. You know, the problem with Derrick Henry is it's like. It's like a slow, painful point process, you know? Yeah. And then some games it's like, oh shit, 99 yards, cool. You know, like, oh, but shit, other games touchdowns. it's like, all right. Yeah, you know, it's it's like, I I want the players that are just going to give me like straight. I look, and every time I look, it's like five points, you know, five points. Like a Christian McCaffrey, even though he didn't play a lot, he didn't play at all really last year. Um, I know because I drafted him in all my yeah. leagues. But I won yeah. our league with Christian McCaffrey on my bench. Yep. So yeah, on the bench. The key, Ken, is the waiver wire. All right. And uh mm-hmm. staying up until three AM <laughs> to to put I mean, that first claim in. Yeah, I mean the draft is, is important. You want to get workhorses, you wanna get stable guys, you wanna get, you know good quarterback good defense in the draft you want to get you know you want to get these things uh but really you're right it should be changing every week if you're not active on the waiver wire you're losing that's true that that is true if you are not no let our listeners we're going to repeat ken's wise words if you are not active on the waiver wire you are gonna lose Okay, if you've if you've railed off ten straight games, haven't lost, undefeated, going into the playoffs, playoffs, and you're not actively on the waiver wire, you gonna lose. You losing. It's true. It's, it's, it's fact. So who's your number one overall, Saquon? Ooh, I. Tony O'Brien. Antonio Brown. <laughs> I don't, you know, I think right now I, it's kind of like up in the air. I guess you got to go with like Zeke. You know, Zeke's always a good guy. That guy shed like mm-hmm. 10 to 15 pounds. Zeke, He's looking Dan lighter. Henry, He's got Nick a little Chubb. more of a neck. Yeah. You got to you gotta go with some of those guys. Because everybody else is like, it's like you, you know, it's like you look at, Tampa. Okay, so you go with Mike Evans, right? But like Tom Brady's gonna throw fucking to eighteen different receivers in a game. You know, and or you look at Mahomes and you're like, yo, you got Hill, you got Kelsey, but then all those other receivers in the mix, they all can just have a random hundred yard game. So you can't really trust all of them. You know, you got your boy OBJ coming back. 
Yeah, but they say he looks healthy. Does oh, that just means he takes a defense? Unless this year he like honored, he gets honored because he's coming off the torn whatever, and now you got yeah. one on ones with Landry and Odell, or one of them's always open. You know, it's just too hard. It's too hard to figure out. You know, that's the truth. Who knows? They still have Christian McCaffrey ranked number one in as a running back in PPR leagues on ESPN.com. So maybe that's your number one this year again, two years in a row. I mean, it's hard not to say, yeah, it's like, it's like if Christian McCaffrey's there and you're like, well, if you're drafting a quarterback in the first, no, Carolina, Carolina's got a new quarterback. Who's yeah. Who's, Oh, they got Darnold, right? Yeah. They got Sam Darnold. Yeah. I think that rich, that Richards of Panthers household this year. Huh? Yeah. Left them jets real quick. <laughs> oh, it's it'll be interesting though. It'll be interesting. Do you feel like that's an upgrade, Sam Darnold over Teddy Bridgewater? No. You don't. I, yeah, I agree. Just a better quarterback. One hundred percent. No, no knock. Just just saying, it doesn't help when you get into the league and you like. Even though the Jets have changed the head coach, I'm telling you, I mean, they're still the Jets. It's just got like a ugh to it. <laughs> it's like even when you say it, you're like, ugh, mm. Jets. Mm. It's like how you feel about like the Steelers or the, the Bengals or the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens would be your most hated mm. rival. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers is the rival. Um, father-in-law is a Steelers fan, so I really enjoy that rivalry a lot. Shout out to the Prince. Um, yeah, uh, but, you know, I'm actually kind of a fan of the AFC of North. Like, I want the Browns to yeah. beat all three of those teams twice every single season. Every year, for sure. Like, no doubt. Yeah. But, like... I watch their games when it's not they're not playing against the Browns. I, I like the AFC North. I like those teams, but I want well, them to always lose against the Browns and everybody else too. Most of the time, you feeling good about this year with the Browns? Like you feeling, you feeling confident? You think you're going to bounce back into this year strong, or do you feel like there might be some regression? It's the first time since I've been uh, a conscious. Cleveland Browns NFL fan that they've returned all 11 starters, head coach and offensive coordinator. And like that's that's a recipe for success. 11, 9 out of 11 on defense or something like that, same coordinator. That's like not how things have gone the last 15 years in Cleveland. So yeah, I feel okay about it. I feel excited about watching and seeing what happens. Um Football's hard. Winning in the NFL is really hard. Very tough. And we haven't started yet. So um, I just, yeah, I, don't, I try not to look too far ahead. As an I think it's player. hard not to because you're, you're in such a good spot. You know, like Exciting you really are. If anybody was like, hey, can a playoff team return, you know, 40 of 42 starters and their head coach? with a quarterback in the same offense 
for multiple years in a row. You know, like that, that sounds like a pretty big win. I think any franchise would hope for that, especially with the churn rate in the NFL. I mean, what were the like nine new jobs or eight new jobs this past year? So like, I mean, you know, there's only 32 teams. teams, Successful teams have consistency at the coaching spot. That's obvious. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, so it's exciting. There's a lot to like to be excited about. I ain't got to learn no new names. <laughs> I know the whole team. That's where I'm at a disadvantage, bro. I'm like, we just spent a whole ton of money in free agency. There's a yeah, whole lot of. I don't even you know. know sh- like, shout out Raekwon McMillan. Mac, Mac Sorry Jones. for Mike Jones. Mike Mac Jones. Jones. Mac Jones in New England. He's going to be a quarterback, right? If if Cam's not producing, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, yeah, logically, it makes sense to go with Cam. Now, again, you know, my money's on Mac. The thing about Mac is like he he is a true point guard, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm gonna get it passed, and I'm gonna give it to my best players. Right. So I'm going to doing it his whole career. Yeah. And he knows that he knows that like, yo, what's what's that system like in New England? That's what they want out of him. Yeah. Yo, like get the ball out of your hands, get it to your playmakers, let them run. That's it. And honestly, if can't last year wasn't a, a, a last year did not play into Cam's favor when he tested positive for COVID. And then mm-hmm. you're learning a whole different playbook. And you've heard Kyle Van Noy say it's not chess, it's check or it's not checkers, it's chess, right? Like you're mm-hmm. you're you're learning a new vocabulary, you're a language, you know. Donde esta la biblioteca? But it's it, I think this year I think Cam has a good pulse in the locker room, and so I think he's a he's a team guy. Everybody enjoys him. Plus. I mean, let's not forget, dude. He's the MVP of the NFL at one point. Like, yeah. he's just been injured. So maybe we get MVP Cam, and if we don't, then we get the future. Mac Jones, Mac Jones. <laughs> It'll be fun either way. It'll be fun to see what happens. What? Well, I hope so. I mean, we're all we're all witnessing. Everybody who knows me. Is witnessing my misery take place, right? To watch Tom Brady win another Super Bowl with another team. And it's not my team. And everybody thinks like, oh, you're not Tampa Bay. Like, listen, I support the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay? I support them. Okay? But they're not the Patriots. I got the Patriots. You got your team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. I could take a separation. You know? Like, yeah. Doesn't mean I don't want to... You know, know know what he's doing, how he's living. (laughs) (laughs) Is he having a good time with everybody he's hanging out with? Yeah, I'm interested in that. I'm just, you know, at the same time, I got my, I got my, my shit. What's happening on my shit? Seven and nine really sucked. So I know how, how every other team in the NFL feels now. Yeah, I mean, the higher that you climb, the farther you fall. 
Ooh, that's a that's great. That's so, great, Ken. Uh, you were you got as high up that mountain as anybody I've known in my fanhood life. Uh, yeah. Ooh, what is that? Like, uh, you're pouring yourself another San Juan. Um, yeah, uh, this is Blackberry Island Smash. Ooh, Blackberry um, Island Smashed. Yeah, you know, this, this shit is fire, bro. You know, it says here, inspired by cocktails made fresh at our own Celsery Tap Room. And other mm. local PNW bars. Each new San Juan Seltzer cocktail is deliciously fun, combining the classic flavor of spirits with our clean craft spiked seltzers for a refreshing twist on a traditional cocktail experience. Island Smash, triple shot, a PNW flavor adventure featuring rich blackberry with a hint of tart raspberry and cranberry. Visit us in Seattle to experience. The first and only production accessory and tap room in the U.S. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that. Um, Katie Inger, founder. Find your cocktail side. Hashtag sip away. All that's on the can. That's a whole lot of shit on the can. I'd like to compliment your eyesight. That's very good. Very nice reading, too. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I have low confidence in that. So um, You did really great. It's a great reading. They should reach out to you for some commercial work, some radio work, maybe. I just, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm in, dude. And P and W, by the way, means Pacific Northwest. For those of us who don't live in the P and W and might not know what the hell you're talking about when you say P and Pacific. Northwest. Do you, do you feel like that's a thing? I feel like that, that would be. I feel like that's common, but I like, like people know that, but people yeah, actually so. don't. Oh. I I, um, I I could put it together, uh, but I did not know it. And then I like if I said it. Bible Belt, you would know that. But that's yeah. right, yeah. like yeah. the South, you would know that. Like P and W is commonly used for sure, but like yeah, it's not on the map anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't just say P and W. Although. Atlas Company should maybe consider that. They should consider just another map in the maps of, you know, you could separate it out by uh, cultural Slang. borders. Slang. Just, just think about yeah. it. Yeah. Might be helpful for some. Think about it. Suck on, suck on that a little bit, Britannica. Just, just think about it. I'm not saying or it's Atlas, a good idea. Atlas. Yeah. Just that it's an idea. Yeah. I think I think that's a positive one. You know, I, I once heard this expression, don't come shit on my desk. I still don't understand it, oh, but apparently it. it means like, don't come put shit on my desk and not have a resolution. Right. Um, shout out Casey, who told me that. <laughs> nice. uh, don't come. Shit but on that my sounds desk, like uh, a that little. That little side piece sounds like a, a thing that would cover up some shit. You know, that's a resolution. That's a resolution for sure. Yeah, definitely. I was going to ask you something before, but we were talking seltzers. And then what were you talking about before that? Before, oh, reading. That's right. Okay, let me ask you something, Ken. 
do you are you a better reader okay because i often have this conversation when it is out loud first in your head do you feel like you read things better out loud Hmm. than if you read them to yourself like you you are you are an autodidact so um, you read a lot yeah is that a term i don't know that term Uh, yeah it's just like self-learner like somebody who who would self-teaches find something teaches himself it's autodidact uh yeah i i feel like i retain things better if i were to read them aloud Okay, but uh, the majority of my reading and the the my fastest reading is in my head. So better, I think, would mean what I was trying to accomplish. Um, like retention is what you're trying to accomplish, right? Yeah, like even if I was just by myself reading something and I was getting confused, I might read out loud for a little bit, trying to get your focus back. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, but yeah. I could read faster in my head for sure, but I'm probably forgetting every other word. But I never forget a number. Really? Yeah, it's just a thing. Is it like a like a like a says photographic the, says thing? the guy who could says the guy who couldn't remember how many championships his Cleveland Browns won? <laughs> but number. I never forget a number. <laughs> I forgot that number. <laughs> But you just weren't born to remember it. You've never forgotten a number you've ever remembered. I've never forgot something that I remembered. 60% of the time, it works every time. (laughs) Never forgot something that I remembered. (laughs) Never remembered something I've forgotten. So, that's how I live. Speaking of living, Ken. The Olympics just finished up. These athletes are now living large with their medals. USA tops them all, right? Won most medals, most golds. Yep. Women's volleyball, shout out, was able was the was the gold medal match. A couple First fun gold. facts there. Yeah, I did not know that. First gold. I did not gold know wins. that was the yeah. first women's gold medal. I just feel like we're always so good at everything, you know. Because until then, I did not know that they were the last women's sport to win gold in the Olympics for us. Hmm. We've won gold in like every, well, no, that can't be true because it's like skateboarding. So that, I digress. Team team sport, maybe? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that was like, I I heard Kevin Barlow say something like that along the way, but I did not know that they, Kevin, let us know, clarify that for us. If you don't mind. Um, We'd like to know there. Um, Women's basketball, seventh straight gold medal. Crushed. Shout out Sue Bird, Diana Tarazi for five, five gold medals for them. 20 years of gold medals. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Like I'm like just imagine. Like I I don't know, I think that's where we've talked about like what would you rather win, a gold medal or like you know, the Claire jug. 
right? Like we we kind of had that a little bit of, of conversation. You know what? Like what would you rather win? Like a gold medal or the World Series? Right? We have baseball. What what has more value to these athletes? Because like with golf, right? They had a lot of guys. Even like Rory McIlroy was like, I've never tried harder to finish third in my entire life. Right? That's kind of like what he said after winning yeah. after after not winning a gold medal like it seems like it kind of is creating that that kind of prestige in the sports right like yo you can win charles barkley has never won an nba championship but charles barkley's won a gold medal right like that's that's pretty damn impressive so it's like like what do you feel like that's going to start bringing a little bit more value? Like, would you, I'm kind of intrigued by it because it's like, you know, like the 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 women's, you know, you can win the WNBA championship, right? Or you won a gold medal, yeah. but you've won like five straight gold medals. So does you it pay the same amount for each? Yeah. Like, do you still have the same value of the gold medal? Because it feels like women just go there There's and always, just crush everybody. I think- I think that there is, whether it's acknowledged or not, always more value for winning a, a gold medal in the Olympics because there everybody has it. There is some sort of patriotism in everybody for their country, right? Where you're from, your roots, who you are, who your people are. And for so real. you're playing to represent that. Um, Whereas if you're playing in a professional league or on the tour or something, you're just playing for yourself or for yeah. the uh, the Kraken or whoever it may be, you know. Um, but when you're playing for your country, it matters a little bit more for sure. Yeah. I that, I mean, that's kind of what it seems like. I, that, I, I've heard the most glaring responses from like the golf side of it, you know, because it's still like super new. It's yeah. still second Olympic uh, appearance. Yeah. Like it's, it's, and, and, you know, even, uh, Jagger, right. Jagger, Jagger, Jagger Eaton. Is that how Jagger has Jagger like, Eaton. named after Mick Jagger? Just talking Star about Stars. like, Hey, like this is, this is literally a once in a lifetime opportunity. I got to be the first part, you know, you want yeah. a bronze medal. Like that's you're the yeah. first bronze medalist ever in the Olympics. Yeah. So it, yeah. I I just wonder, like, uh, I mean, I would love to be in a situation. You you see it a lot too, like in wrestling. You know, like I I loved always seeing like an American flag draped over them. Like the yeah. you're just like ah yeah, um, yeah. But it's for your country. I mean, yeah, there's something right? there's something more there for sure. It'll be it'll be cool. I mean, because now we got what like like you said like last episode was like eight six, eight months until a uh, winter Olympics. Right. So we're getting like back to back Olympics. Yep. February of 2022 in Beijing, China, winter Olympics. That's tight. That's right tight. around the corner, man. Curling. You know, the one thing I hope that they bring back since it's so close, the Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart show Olympic highlights on Peacock. That should I... be fire enjoyed the hell out of that show i laughed all the time at it oh that's so good and they had solid guests solid guys your boy the aforementioned jagger eaton 
was a guest on episode four and uh, did some kickflips on command. And I think his ankle's broken. It's impressive. Yeah, that's kind of um, – I've, I've wanted to get they, that peeled back a little bit. Pong. They played ping pong, table tennis. Sorry, table tennis against a national team. Table tennis, like, coach. It, it, it got aggressive. I, I saw Phelps. Phelps came on and Phelps gave some hot, some highlights. You know, he had yeah. some some insight on some highlights. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. I hope they bring it back. It's only six months away. It probably wasn't that hard of a show to make. No, I mean, it's... I'd like, like to see it for the Winter Olympics. That's what I'm getting at. You know, as great as it is, we're we're so interested in the sports side of it. You know, you get a, and then when you when you are listening to like a Mike Tirico get out there, you know, it's just mainly because he's like NBC. That's the only yeah. reason why we've referenced him so much. Um, well, he's the voice of the Olympics. He's great, too, yeah. By the way, it's fantastic. You know, um, you get you kind of view it, and you're like, hey. Uh, this is, this makes us kind of comedic, you know. Things that people are doing at a super high level are now funny while commentating, you know, like Snoop Dogg talking about this equestrian horse doing a little sidestep, crip walking the whole time. Yeah. Gets up, starts crip walking like that shit is. That's some. It's funny. That shit's funny. So <laughs> you know, you need them both. Like, you need some serious Olympic commentating. And analysts, especially on some of the obscure sports, you really need a solid. They had a, a field hockey interview, um, or I saw a field hockey interview. I think it was on Tokyo Tonight with Kenny Maine. Great, another great show I enjoyed Ooh, during the Olympics. Shout out Kenny Maine, UNLV quarterback. Yeah. What a You got some free time now that you're not with the mothership. Come and hang out with us one day. Yeah. Two Kennys. Two Kennys in the trace. That's dope. <laughs> Y'all would listen Ken- to that one, too. Two Kens. Only make a right, okay? Yeah, that's that's, that's the only thing I know. That's what I'm saying, um, two kins under trace. That that right there just has a ring. It's okay to have some fun it. though, too. Do a show, yeah. have some fun. That's basically what we do. There was a few times when I was watching Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart, and I was like, right? That's what, <laughs> that's what we all about. Everything that y'all are doing is what we are about. We From just a do that perspective, obviously, and with, with less budget. credential. Yeah, yeah. Far different budget, but uh, essentially it's the same thing. Yeah, you can find us on the same channels that you can. No, not the same channels, but like you know, the same as like Snoop Dogg's on Apple Music. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're, Snoop Dogg's on Spotify. Kevin, we're Hart's on, on Spotify. Amazon. We're on Amazon. So I think that I think that's what I was kind of getting to. You know, it's like the. Six degrees of two homies chatting. How can you interlink us? Just a couple of degrees there. Yeah. Totally. Just a solid, just a solid driver off the deck there. <laughs> Nothing much at all. Speaking of, Ken, have did you ever know? Now, I if you're a golfer out there, I'm sure what I'm about to say, you're probably like, well. Fuck, of course, bro. Everybody knows that. Well, everybody doesn't. Like, I didn't know. Everybody didn't know what PNW meant, right? Like, so I'm going to say something, okay? And I just found it out. In three days into this process, it is starting to change a whole lot of shit for me, okay? Did you know 
depending on the club you use, that club should be in a certain point in your stance. So like your driver should just be on the inside of your left foot. I did not know that until Friday. Yeah, and there's the angle of the club. You got a 60 degree wedge, and it also has another angle at the heel of the club, which is the lie of lie angle or the the langle. There's the lie angle and the loft angle. I think is what they're referred to. Um, yeah, I didn't know that, bro. Yeah, I did not know that. That's interesting. You've been playing golf your whole life, pretty much, right? I mean, yeah, I've I've swung a stick. My whole life playing golf, I would say in the last, you know, several years, years. but yeah, yeah, we've been playing yeah. golf for at least that long. Yeah, so I mean, we like, wasn't yeah. any good, and we probably we're still getting are, better. But we play golf the way yeah. the golf is intended to be played. Yeah, you know, drinking, having with a good time with your friends. A- yeah, putter in the other. You know, yeah. three mulligans off the deck, minimum. <laughs> per nine okay wink <laughs> per hole per- but you only get that like three times three and that is it before and we just ditch you before we drive to the next hole before I cut over to, to 16 and I just waste eight dollars not playing two holes you know that's just me that's just me. It is loft and lie, by the way. There's a lie angle club as well as a loft. And that's the angle where if you've rested the bottom of the club on the ground, that's the angle the shaft goes up from the ground. Hmm. So just something to think about there, too. That's the angle the shaft goes up from the ground? Yeah. You think about that? That's the yeah, one thing about, about golf. It's about got some... A little bit. You know, some terms. You know, who who are you Every, getting your best golf? Everything's got th- some terms. <laughs> <laughs> who who are you getting? Uh, who's giving you your best golf advice right now, Ken? Who are you going? What's your source? Uh, the last there's, so there's been two pieces of advice that I've taken recently. I get a lot of advice, but I'm just going to talk about advice I take because I, I get advice every day. I get emails. I, I I got the Apple News and so I got the Golf Digest articles and I I like you know, uh, I, I enjoy golf first take. Um, for the game and I I love it I, I I'm always trying to get better, um, but there's two pieces of advice that I took recently that I thought were valuable and one was from Tiger Woods and the other was from Phil Mickelson. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So those were the two that I've taken and the Tiger Woods was this really cool video I found of him describing his uh, two different iron shots, iron flights, ball flights, like a low and a high um, on top of a standard. So I guess three, right? Like how the swing is different and um, where the ball is placed in his stance and stuff is pretty good. He talks about like um, a lower flighted iron. He kind of like shortens his backswing. The ball is like one ball length back from where it normally is, and it's like a, he kind of like stops the stops like a float a serve, bit. and it's like it's how you would hit like yeah like how yeah. you would hit a low flighted shot, and then the high flighted is just the opposite, one ball up, and you really 
extend your hands up and through. So it kind of makes a lot of sense and kind of almost like you don't probably don't need somebody to tell you that, but I did. And when he told me that, it yeah. clicked. And so that's been really great for me. And the other is fill with chipping. Like if you want to learn how to do something, you look at who, do, who does it great and do what they do. And he just talks about where you play the ball and where your weight should be. And that's helped me a ton a lot lately. He talks about you either play the ball off of your front foot or your right foot. It's either off your, or your back foot or your front foot. That's never in the middle. And if you want a higher chip, it's in the front. Lower chip, it's in the back. Um, and your weight should be on your front foot. Those were the things that he said. That was it. And ever since then, it's it's clicked, and that's helped. It's clicked. All right. And that doesn't mean I hear advice. I, I don't. I try it, and it just it doesn't make sense or doesn't work. So that's the advice that I've taken recently that's stuck that's benefited me. Got to listen to the legends. Google any of those words like Phil chipping advice or Tiger Woods iron swings, and you'll find the videos I'm talking about. No, I don't need to post any links. You can find it. <laughs> I uh, I watched Phil on McAfee, and and Pat was like, "Yo, how did you get so good with these chip shots? You know, like he'll, he'll do the behind the back chip shot, things like that." And he was talking about how. Growing up in his backyard, his dad had like a little chip set up, like a little green putting green chip set up. And he said after a while, he just got like super bored, basically just doing the same stuff. So he was like, I'm going to go over the, 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 I think he used like, he was like, I'm going to go over the avocado tree. And I was like, oh, my nice. just got an avocado tree in the so backyard. Cool. All right. So yeah, you do. Yeah, you know, and so he was like, after a while, he just kind of started getting more and more creative growing up uh, in the backyard, just being bored. Like, yep. you know, just how we did when we lived at the Chucky Back Heights. in the field. Yeah, That's right. you know. Um, no, it's like, it's, there's there's no better time than when man is bored. And by man, I mean human. Okay, I'm not talking, you know, whether Male or female. No sexist thing here. It's just yeah, man. just just man. man in the general term of human. General term. Yeah, uh, is bored because we will come up with some creative ass shit, we like will. the trick shots that you see on the social mediums everywhere. Yeah. Whoa, some of these humans are awesome. The whole like chip a DVD into your Xbox thing with the wedge. Whoa, yeah, dude. Like what? Yeah. What made you things. think of that? Yeah, like yeah. that. That's where. Yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, I probably would have just gone in the backyard and, and, you know, got a little bit more creative. Like, do do you live where there's bad weather, like Minnesota or yeah, something? Like, yeah, maybe. You know, they always inside. Just saying. Yeah, always. That's that was kind of the beauty of COVID too. Is like all of a sudden you started getting like videos of like. Uh, or you start seeing videos of people just get like mad creative doing like uh, those like things where like you drop one thing. I can't. I don't know what those are called. Like a like a mouth like a mousetrap. The game, you know, like you drop something and then it goes like down, hit something else, and then that opens something and then that goes down. I, what do they call that? Yeah, like a Domino's machine or something. Yeah, dom like yeah, Domino. Is it called like Dom? But Domino's is a game. And a pizza shop. So is it like Domino's was happening, or is it like Domino's, like a domino effect? Is that what we're looking for? 
That's a great question. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows, hit us up at Two Homies Chatting on because Instagram. Google has no idea what I'm talking about. So that um, now that's the worst is like when you Google something and they're like when you enter a word in your text thread and you've misspelled it so poorly that it can't even autocorrect. Google's like, <laughs> is this what you're talking about? Google, is this what Google, you're thinking of? There are times where like I enter something in Google and I'll be like, uh, why do my feet and then it like prefills like first or second and you're like, Oh, so this is, I'm not the only person that's Googled this lately. Um, It's kind of immediately how I feel. Why does my hair do, then it pre-fills. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, hey Hey You giving a Google? Is Google taking you over? It might be something to do with perpetual motion. Um, but I think that's a little bit different, but that's close. Um, nothing. Let us know. Hit us up at uh, two homies chatting at gmail.com or the podcast THC at gmail.com. Right, let me ask you one more thing. Have you ever been in a situation where it has seemed that Mother Nature has intervened or interfered in some way and then maybe later made it up to you. Have you ever been in a situation like that? Yes. Work. You know. Did the same thing happen to Arnold Palmer? And I'd like to share this story with you. Lately, I've been into watching the Golf Digest videos on YouTube where they do flyovers of, of famous courses that are narrated with details and stories like this one. And I highly recommend you check them out on YouTube. They're great to Ooh, watch. Give it to me. Um, Arnold Palmer never enjoyed his time at Pebble Beach. There's been a lot of stories about his <laughs> derailing there. Um, but this one's a little bit different. But here it's it's in the 1967 Crosby Tournament, the Bing Crosby Tournament. Uh, Arnold Palmer takes a three wood from the fairway on the long par five, 14th, and he hits a Monterey pine tree. And ball shanks off and goes out of bounds. And he's, I think he's like one shot behind the leader at this point, right? Decides to go for it again. He's got no other choice. Got to make up the stroke. Hits the three wood again. Boom. Same tree. Same result. Derails his round. Loses the tournament. Ten cup, huh? That night, a storm pulls in on the coast at Pebble Beach and uproots this tree that's no longer there at the course anymore. It was uprooted by a storm and got rid of. The same night, the night this happened. It's wild, man. Mother Nature. She might take something from you, but she might look out for you too. (laughs) But it's funny because now you're saying like this tree destroyed this man's life. And in the same night after it's all been destroyed, just falls down. Its work was done. Its only purpose was to prevent Arnold Palmer from using that goddamn Crosby Open. (laughs) 
that's good. Man, shout out Arnold they Palmer. They told that story. They told that story on the Golf Digest flyover of Pebble Beach. I recommend you check it out. It's enjoyable. Ten minutes long. Jim Nance narrates it. Okay. If you're not golfing, you're missing out. I don't care what anybody says. Okay? If you're like, oh, that's not fun, it's fun. All right? If you're a former athlete and you're looking for something to do with your spare time, yeah, I heard Dylan. Yeah, you hear it here right now. Dylan, one of the most uh, uh, famous listeners of the show, a part of the two homies. Friend of the program. I like that. Friend of of the program. A part of the two homies chat and fitness. He was like, uh, Maybe I'll start golfing now after sending me that. I'm like, you don't golf? Come on, man. What are you doing? Pick up the sticks. Golf's now. Uh, A wise man once said, go to Dick's, try out some sticks. Okay? On the show? I said that. If you're not not out there spanking whitey. um, You said that. (laughs) Yeah. You could also be spanking yellowy <laughs> <I don't... laughs> or, or orangey if you want. Orange. Yeah, pinky. Whatever you're into. If you're not if you're not striking Callaways though, you're missing out. Callaway, I transition. I where are you going? What ball are you hitting? Chrome, Chrome Soft? You playing a Chrome Soft? Chrome Soft X? What ball? What I'm Callaway playing... ball? I gotta look it up now. I don't I can't Chrome pull Soft it off the top of my head. I got these. Chrome Soft is a good ball. Oh, those are nice. You got those Nike golf shoes. What is that? Like an all off white? That's got them pads. Soft spike golf shoe. That's nice. That's comfortable. How's the footing? Oh, they nice. You got the ball in the right place in your stance and you got proper footing. I bet you're hitting the ball 30 yards further. I'm feeling real good about my game right now. It's good. Okay. Looks good. But I've also I'm also practicing. Okay, I'm I'm also putting time in at just the range and the greens and the putt and and the chipping, get my short game, reeling it in. That's Shout important, out man. Nike with the uh the Roche G's, the Roche G's golf shoes. Yeah, those are fresh. These are called platinum, pure platinum metallic white. Yeah, pure platinum metallic white. That's also how I would describe my skin tone. <laughs> oh for real <laughs> in that range pure platinum metallic white oh. shiny <laughs> metallic little off gray color looks yeah. looks fluorescent yeah. in the sunlight <laughs> you, you, you get too much iron don't you uh, I use too much iron, you know. I should probably club down. Yeah. Well, club down and swing soft. Uh it's it's uh I'm I'm trying to piece it together, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. And as we sunset off into the evening here, um the sun is setting. I you are part of my motivation. There there are two figures. In my life, that motivate my golf game. Good, and good, and they are are one is a host of this podcast. Yes, and the other came from the other is the ho- the other host podcast dad. I I was gonna go somewhere else with that, but I 
I lost it. I lost it. But I think you succeeded in what you were trying to do. And you're yeah. right. It should be. It should be. You should want to beat me as bad as you want to beat your dad. Because I'm coming for you. Yeah, I just like. I love it. Too. I like. I, yeah, that's that's like. Andrew knows too. We talk about it every time. Yeah. We're coming for each other every time. Every time. You know, it's like, this motivation because people don't know, know. Like, ain't no hatred there. Just no pure competition. I just want to beat you when we play. I want to come home and say that I won, and proudly exclaim to my wife and daughter, that <laughs> "I am the champion <laughs> of the links for another week." We're eating steaks. I say, uh, That's what it's all about. Yeah, like I think the thing is, is that we're we're very competitive. And, and we've had to channel that competitiveness into different alleys, right? It might be lawn work. It God might be. damn it, Trudy. Her yard is so nice. And she mows it three times a week. I don't got time for that. You trying to get them edges, dog. Mine, and I'm trying to get them edges. Cheating. I'm thinking about yeah. sabotaging her yard. Oh, watch out, Trudy. Ken's coming. Um, it, right. I think I Spend think it's important. Though. Athletics. We're com- we're competitive, and you have to find other avenues for it. And that's and golf is a really good one. I Healthy think so. Money. Not yeah. like vandalizing neighbors' yards or drugs. I I do. I will. T- yeah. Right. Those are both both bad. Both bad. I I will say this though I did have a cool golf experience this weekend where uh you know as somebody who golfs out here I'm limited I can't I can't create a foursome okay I I don't have that ability I don't know that many people that golf out here um but I was playing nine holes earlier this weekend and uh um I was like on on the ninth hole and I think it it kind of had one of those weird tee boxes where like the Share fifth green, hole. double green. Yeah, the fifth hole was right there, right? So they're going off yeah. one way. I'm going off the other way. And this this dude that I golfed with, who his name is Saruni, right? I don't know if he's ever listening to this or anything like that. But I thought in my head, I'm like, oh, Sorelli. I swear I played with that guy. Like I just I saw his like bag. I saw the way he's he walked. I was like, oh, I know. I was so I hollered at him because I was like waiting for a dude to finish the hole. And uh, I was like, hey, man, Sorelli? Uh, and he was like, Saruni. And I was like, oh, that's right, man. I was like, what's he? He was like, Troy? <laughs> I was like, Trace. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I knew it. And so me and him were chatting. So I was thinking like, okay, like, I know there's not an app for this. And you could tell me if it's weird or not. But I was thinking about calling the clubhouse and being like, all right, like I clearly know that me and this dude play the same course around the same times, right? Like if this dude books a tea time, give him my phone number, tell him to holler at me. Is that weird? <laughs> a dating app for tea times is basically what you've just described. You just and what if we just call it tea times? Yeah. Yeah. Tea time. Swipe Cheers. right, swipe left. I don't know. Um, yeah, you just could like join people you know or people you group if they're looking for a fourth. We'll jump on tea time and fill out our foursome so we don't have to golf with some rando at the course. You I think we're, I, mean? I think, I think we need, I, I mean, we know some coders, right? I mean, come on. So I'm saying like it, it could be, you, hey, looking for a fourth. 
Don't want to golf by myself. Need three buddies. I know somebody else wants to play golf on Wednesday. Come on. Any takers. Tea times. And you got to listen. Just download the tea times app. People that, that, and you can be like, hey, I want to play. Oh, sorry, Chuck. Uh, sorry. Fill, filled it up already because you saw his picture and you're like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, it, you got to have like a bio, right? Like your bio has got to be Maybe like, like yo, I like to drink on the down. course. Yeah, I, I'm a plus 18. So you're like, oh, all right, this dude's this dude's good, right? Like, bogey golf like, is good. Yeah, 18, 18. Sound great, but in our world, a bogey that's golf a bogey is bogey golfer golf. is a pretty fucking good yeah, golfer in my let's book. Be honest, bogey golf yeah. is pretty good. Like, uh, I mind you, like we've never. I, I don't know about you. I can speak. We follow the can, rules. But, Ain't no cheating, too. That's a bogey. Yeah, golfer, no cheating. And I've never shot in the 70s before so like i've Me either I've never even fucking sniffed it that's sniffed kind of my goal times. too for the rest of the, the year i think i think at the pace i'm going after this couple camping sessions here that uh i'm gonna feel real good about my gawking and i'm coming for you i'm coming for good. you hard that's why we play that's why we play Bragging and that's why and personal fulfillment. And we feel personally fulfilled by everybody who's listened to this episode of Two Homies Chatting. We want you to know that we appreciate your support, that uh, we appreciate your follows, your listens, your likes. Um, share us. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. You know, we want to shout out to Zencaster, Spotify, Apple. Amazon, Zoom, am I missing anything? Podbean, Ken, am I missing anything? If you ever see us on the street, you can just holler. Old school. Straight up. Like, yo, yo, Ken, what's up? Episode 30 was fire. Or yo. the the more likely, yo, episode 30 sucked. Yo, I think to the one thing is is like 30 episodes is is kind of a lot. It's middle-aged. No, it's not. We talked about this once. It's not even middle-aged. It's not. Not even close. Not even middle-aged pod. But, I mean, like, it's... Yeah, like... an adult. Yeah. It could rent a car. Like, our our podcast can rent a car. You know? But, like, it's... Did you think that we we would spit out 30 episodes? No. Not at all. I didn't even think we'd do, like, five so it's been great. It's been a good time. It's all starting yeah. with the pandemic thing, right? Lockdown, do a pod. Just, just kicking it with the homie. Just enjoy, enjoy talking. 30 episodes boy. later. That's, That's like pretty impressive, beers. dude. That's like 120 beers, dude. Give or take. 100. That's a good mark. That's a good mark. Speaking of, shout out to Woodmer. Holding it down. Keeping us hydrated. Shootsy scores. Kobe!